You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Hey, it's Mark K from The Mark K Show. You hear me every day at 11 a.m. on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to The Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes or Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. A new breed of talk. You can't stop Donald Trump by yelling and screaming. His voice is your voice. Cindy from Jacksonville. Good morning and thanks for calling the Mark K Show. David joins us from Ponte Vedra. Claudia in St. Augustine. This is the Mark K Show. Oh no, I was looking for my uh, I was looking for my Space Force uh, sound. We, we need to get Space Force back in there. Josh, whenever you get a minute because that's going to be, that's my favorite clip. You know, Space Force. Which is, uh, we'll get back to that here in just a minute. What's up, everybody? This is the Mark A Show. My name's Mark A. Totally unprepared, but that's okay because there's really nothing to prepare for today anyway, seeing as how there's no real news. Uh, I mean, there's real news, but just not real, real interesting news. There is news about Toys R Us, though. Get this. Toys R Us has now announced that they are going to stop selling toy guns. It's true. All Toys R Us stores are immediately going to stop selling toy guns. In fact, they're going to stop selling all toys and everything else altogether because uh, they're going out of business. They're shutting down. <laughs> they're shutting down. So it's not just guns. I mean, not a political statement. It's more of a bankruptcy statement. Um, the, the the nation's largest purveyor of all things toy is uh, is going under. And as you know, as much as I'd love to talk about guns again. There are some other stories that we need to take a look at today. We need to, of course, discuss the Russians executing their own citizens in Great Britain, because I feel that's important. Moscow and London are two major superpowers and and supposed allies, and they're going head to head. Uh, The nuclear sabers, yes, they're rattling. Vladimir Putin, yes, he's uh, he's allegedly committing murderous acts of violence against his enemies, his own citizens in international locations with no regard for international law. So that is happening. Also, the not-so-credible-and-somewhat-fact-challenged news sources. Oh, that fake news. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Uh, they're reporting more firings coming from the White House. They're, they're reporting more firings coming from the White House. We're going to tackle those rumors as well. But even more important than any of those items, even more pressing than any of those stories, there's something much more dire and disturbing that directly affects many of us living here in Florida. Disney is getting rid of the bride auction on Pirates of the Caribbean? Are you kidding me? We want the redhead! We want the redhead! Now this is, uh, (laughs) thank you for that open mic, by the way. If you'd like to leave us an open mic about anything that deeply concerns you, uh, by all means, download our mobile app. It's free to do, and you can get your message right here to the studio, and I'll play it on the air. Uh, Well, I mean, I'm not guaranteed. If it's, if it's, you know, somewhat important. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, this is a news story that's coming actually out of California. Disneyland is getting rid of the wench auction in the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. This is something that Disney World has already has already said they're going to do. They're going to shut this thing down in a little while for some routine maintenance. And they're going to this is not new for us here in Florida. But now these effects are being felt all the way across the country in Disneyland as well. And I'm a little shocked that this didn't start in Disneyland. But you know how those Hollywood types treat women. 
they don't, they don't care. The you know, women are not. Women are just you know sexual entities that are there as their playthings. That's how all those Hollywood types are. So of course, uh, you know Disneyland L.A. now uh, now having to to you know do times up. The wench auction people hashtag me too. Uh, that's all. That's all happening. But the bigger news at Disney World here in Florida, and this just was announced, is not about the wench auction at the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, which will be missed. It's about parking. Now, for the first time ever, if you stay at a Disney World Resort hotel, you will be charged for overnight parking. And a lot of people in Florida are going to be directly affected by this. Think about this. If you go, you know, for like for years, I've taken my kids for an overnight stay or maybe two nights and we stay at at one of the resorts, whether it's the Art of Animation Resort or the Wilderness Lodge Resort or, you know, uh, maybe Pop Century if we can't if we can't get a room at any of the other resorts that are way better. Then, you know, you go in there and there's vast parking lots. You park your car, you go in, you pay an exorbitant amount of money for everything. You have a blast. I mean, it's worth it. I keep going back for a reason. We love it. Uh, and then you get in your car and you drive home. And there's never been an overnight parking fee. Well, that all ends March 21st. If you book a hotel reservation on or after March 21st, you will be getting charged for overnight parking. And I know what you're thinking. How much could it possibly be? Well, it's Disney World, so it's a lot. It's a lot. It's $13 for the low-level resorts, 19 for the mid-price. And if you're at one of those luxury places like the uh, was the Grand Floridian you know, which, I mean, let's face it, you can afford to pay to park your car if you're staying there. If you're at the uh, the contemporary resort where the monorail just goes right through the middle of it, then you're paying upwards of $23 a night for parking. And that, depending on, if you're going for like a week's stay, I mean, that is that is several pairs of Mickey ears that you're going to have to whittle down off of your budget. You know, that is 25 let's say $20 a day on average. If you stay there for a week, seven times 20 Okay, the one hundred and forty extra dollars that you've got to drop on Disney and the and two things pop into my head. First of all, I think to myself, this is a travesty. Then, of course, I think every time I go to a hotel anywhere else, they charge me to park anyway. So Disney's just kind of upping the ante. And then I think like the capitalist that I am and I go through my head and I start thinking, wow, I wonder how much instant income Disney World is going to make from this one change. Because it's not like they're adding new parking lots. It's not like they have to build anything. These are existing tracts of land. These are, I mean, you. I want to say tens of thousands of vehicles every day that they're now just going to start. Yeah, well, you know what? Now we're just going to take money for that, too. This is going to be an instant infusion of cash into the Disney World coffer. I mean, Scrooge McDuck's vault, forget about it. You're all going to be able to swim in it. It's going to be a, it's going to be a massive influx of money uh, into Disney World, which, again, I don't think they're hurting for cash. But, you know, whatever. I, what what the hell do I know? <laughs> what the hell do I know? Uh, but that's that's just one more thing. So now you look at this. There's the Pirates of the Caribbean taking out the wenches. You've got them, uh, the, the Disney World you know, brats saying, let's start charging for parking. Toys R Us, the largest toy store in the entire world going out of business, clearly. And I don't know who's behind it, but clearly. There is a war on fun in this country. We had the war on Christmas. We had the war on women. We had the war on drugs. We had the war on, uh, you know, sometimes there did lots of Vietnam and Korea, all the actual wars. Now there's a war on fun in this country. And it's claiming the free parking at the Disney World resorts. It's claiming the wenches at the auction. It's claiming Toys R Us. Toys R Us. Now, where are we going to go to get toys? Where are we going to get toys? 
By the way, you should probably go to Walmart or the internet and get yourself a new phone. I don't know where I don't know where you're leaving that open mic message from, but uh, maybe find like a quieter, quieter. Either way, well, yes, okay, we could go to Walmart. Yes, okay, we could go on the internet and have them ordered. And a lot of people think that that's one of the reasons. That's one of the big reasons why Toys R Us is going under. And it is one of the reasons. I mean, competition will always destroy a business if they can't hold up. But one of the big problems with Toys R Us was they apparently had a lot of debt. They were just saddled with debt. They couldn't organize their debt. And when they had debt, they didn't have money to invest in their in their properties. And if you've ever been to a Toys R Us and you've tried to find something, it's impossible because, first of all, you're in a warehouse and you walk in and you go, look, I need to know where the uh, I need to know where the Hatchimals are, but not the regular Hatchimals. I need the Hatchimals twins uh, or I need to know where, uh, you know, where are the Shopkins, the new Shopkins, the set series 27, not series 26. Do you have that? And it's a massive warehouse of toys. They weren't able to to organize them. They weren't able to up, you know, keep them up as much as as Target or some of these other retailers. And they weren't able to hire staff to wander around the store and walk you to your actual toy. It was very difficult to find help at a Toys R Us. You go to Home Depot, they've got people with orange vests walking all around. And I can walk in and say, hey, where's a left-handed smoke shifter? And they can walk me right to it. You know, they can take me right to that thing. You know, or they can find somebody who will. And same thing, at the, you know, you go to Publix. You walk around Publix, at least one person is going to stop you on the aisle and say, hey, you finding everything okay? And if you go, no, I need to know where the uh, habanero boiled peanuts are, they drop what they're doing and they walk you over to the produce section and they say, would you like the five-pound bag or the 10-pound bag? And I go, is that the is that the largest one you have? All right, fine. So that's, you know, that's the kind of thing that Toys R Us wasn't able to do. So when you couple that with a store like Walmart, which is, you know, basically gives stuff away, everything at Walmart because of their because the, they're able to buy in such bulk quantities is is a good dollar cheaper than anywhere else. And when you look at Amazon, that just you can you can order from your phone, you can order from your house, you can order from wherever and they just bring it right to your door you're going to run into some problems. You're going to run into some problems. I mean, keep in mind, the Amazon system's not perfect either. The other day, I got a delivery from Amazon, and the driver stopped uh, to take a leak in my front yard. And, you know, that never happened to me when I was at Toys R Us. I'm going to be honest. I went to Toys R Us a lot. Never did I see anybody relieving themselves right in, in front of the store. But uh, the Amazon guy, you know, and I get it. You're driving around. Uh, you're sitting in the car. You're on a schedule because you got to get all these packages out or you're not going to get paid. But if you're going to take a leak, maybe the backyard, not right in front of my house where, you know, my kids ride their bikes and all that other kind of stuff. Uh, see that a true story, by the way, I called them and I told them about. And this is the other thing about Amazon. Great customer service. Customer service can make or break a business. When I called Amazon. I got somebody on the phone immediately, and they said, how can I help you? And I said, well, you can get your drivers to stop going number one in my front yard. And they said, no problem, sir. We will handle it. And I said, great. And then they gave me a $50 gift card. So what did I do? I ordered more stuff, and hopefully whoever brings it to my house will swing by the uh, the gate station or the dailies to relieve themselves uh, first. 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045 is the number. Toys R Us, the war on fun. It's a thing, people. It's a thing. This is the Marque Show on News 104.5. We'll be right back. This is the Marque Show, and my name is Marque. It's time for Marky Mark. All right. Yeah, or you can call me that. Whatever. You know what? Yeah, I don't care what you call me. Just call me. 340-1045. And it's true, by the way. Someone texted me over there in the break and said, did that really happen? Did somebody really uh, come from Amazon and, and pee in your front yard? And it, I mean, I wouldn't make that up. I wouldn't. That's not, that's not fake news. 
Oh, that fake news. No, that's real. That really happened. Uh, but but again, you know, it, the awkward thing was I saw him do it. He did it before he delivered my package. So I went out and I, go, and I yelled at him. I go, what are you doing? And he goes, oh, sorry. And then he ran back to the truck and then he had to find my my pack, my delivery and hand it to me, which, it, again, you know, was it was an awkward minute and a half of my life where I didn't really know. <laughs> I didn't really know how to react. Uh, but like I said, I did get a $50 Amazon gift card out of it. 340-1045. Anyway, there's this war on fun. Disney increasing, uh, you know, or charging for parking now when you go to the resort. There's also Toys R Us closing nationwide all their stores. 340-1045. As soon as Disney World and the rest of them went to over $100 a ticket, they lost me. And they should have lost everybody else. I mean, I don't necessarily know about that. A hundred dollars a ticket for 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 Disney World. I mean, they raise it. What I think it was like they raise it every year now. It seems a couple couple uh, couple of dollars, but over a hundred dollars. I mean, look, there will be a point in time when prices get really high and people are going to stop going. Uh, there there's a point in time. But here's the thing about Disney, and this is something that this is something that, that a lot of people don't understand. Oftentimes, what they do is they raise their prices and they actually. Uh, the the attendance goes down, but they make more money in the end. Disney raising their pr- ticket prices or starting to charge for parking. Here's what happens. If you raise your ticket prices from, say, $75 to $100, there's a lot of people like that guy that just left an open mic who are going to be like, screw this. I, I'm keeping my money. I'm going to go to I'm going to go to uh, the Regency Mall. They got a fair there, and those rides are just as good, and they're only going to cost me 20 bucks. And they'll do that. Um, but what happens is when attendance goes down at Disney World, they actually make more money because you have fewer people in line. People are getting on the rides faster. They're getting off the rides faster, and they're able to then spend more time shopping, going to restaurants, buying Mickey ears, buying Dole Whips and, and LeFou's Brew and, you know, those glowy things that all the kids want to have. They spend more money because there's less time waiting in line. And that was a fact. Last year, Disney World reported that it had the lowest, it, its uh, attendance had gone down for the first time ever, but it had record-breaking profits because the people that were going there, you know, the tickets, yeah, they make money on that. But what they that it's a funnel. Entry into the park is the first product you buy. They make their money after that. And the more people they can funnel through the rides, and where do the rides let out? The rides let out right there in the gift shop. So when you get off the ride, you're going to stop and buy a bottle of water. You're going to stop and buy a toy. You're going to stop and buy that photo of you with your arms up going, woo, because I don't know why you need that, but people do. And what happens is the fewer people they let into the park, the more money they make. So if you're saying, I'm not going to go to Disney anymore because they're charging $100 for a ticket or because there's $25 parking fee at my hotel, you're actually making them more money in the long run. If you really want to hit them where it hurts, you got to jam the park with people so that everyone's waiting in line and they can't sell uh, a chocolate Mickey Mouse bar to save their lives. 340-1045. Got to take a quick break. Got to, unfortunately, it's something beyond my control. Uh, But we've got more of your phone calls coming up. This is the Mark K Show on News 1045 WOKV. A new breed of talk. You can't stop Donald Trump by yelling and screaming. His voice is your voice. Cindy from Jacksonville. Good morning, and thanks for calling the Mark K Show. David joins us from Ponte Vedra. Claudia in St. Augustine. This is the Mark K Show. 340-1045 is the Mark K Show phone number. Uh, it's really the WOKV phone number, but, you know, I like to 
Uh, I'm going to just appropriate it for myself. And uh, you can always uh, leave us open mics. Well, get, get, I mean, and I didn't mean for this to be the focus of the show when I told you about the Amazon.com driver who came to my house and relieved himself in my front yard. That wasn't the you know, and But a lot of people are, are interested in that, um, you know, because when I called customer service and complained about it, they, they were very prompt. Uh, they were very, you know, uh, apologetic. And later on that day, I found $50 deposited in the form of a gift card in my Amazon account. Got an open mic message about that. Thanks for the tip, Mark K. Now I know how to get a free $50 Amazon gift card. I wonder how many of those are going to be given out now. <laughs> and, what, and what I didn't mean for you to happen, uh, what I didn't mean to happen was for you to inundate Amazon customer service with phony claims of of, uh, of delivery drivers, you know, uh, relieving themselves in your front yard. That's not what I'm saying. I mean, it honestly happened. And I'm sure they had to corroborate the story somehow. But uh, but just do know this, that, they're, you know, if you do complain about something, you may or may not be rewarded. 340-1045 is the number. This is Robert in Middleburg. Robert, thank you so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? I am well, Mark, and it's great to hear your show. You have you have got more energy than Don't has pills. Oh, wow. That's that's high praise. But and you know, I'm a less of a pain in the neck than uh the people that Yeah, well, never mind. I was never mind. What <laughs> what do you want to say, Robert? Well, Mark, my uh, my son works for Disney. Oh. And uh he uh gave gives me all these old factoids about what's going on there one thing about the parking he said the the proceeds that disney gets from parking is enough to pay the employees their entire for the entire disney world for that day oh so you're saying and that's before they raised the uh or before they started charging for resort parking right and I, he's talking about the uh the individual um places like like uh magic kingdom sure and, yeah we can Epcot and all that stuff like that. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, well, if, well if, and, it, and they don't really use the proceeds from parking to pay for the employees, but he said you know, the equivalent of it would be enough to cover the cost. No. Well, guess what? They're about to all get a massive pay raise, if that's if that's the case, because they are going to start charging. Uh, and thank you so much for the call and the compliments. We appreciate it. They are going to start charging every resort uh, person, everyone who drives a car to a resort, which is a lot of people. I mean, if you think about it, not just here in Florida. I mean, so many Florida residents are are brought to Disney World because of promotions and because they are annual pass holders and because there's discounts. And now what's going to happen is if you stay at a Disney resort, any one of them, whether it's the Wilderness Lodge, whether it's, uh, you know, what what are the other ones? The Polynesian Resort, the Pop Century, Coronado Springs. I mean, there's so many. They're like They keep building them. You're going to be paying for overnight parking. And how many of us just, you know, every year you go for like three nights to Disney with your kids or even just overnight. You drop your car in the lot. You walk on in. You forget about it. It's there when you leave. You don't have to pay for it. Well, now that's all changing. And uh, and my buddy Steve texted me. He's like a smart one of my one of my smart friends. He's good at math. He uh, he texted me and said, Walt Disney World potentially could make seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars simply in additional parking a day if all parking spots were paid for which means if they're sold out at all their result uh, at all their resort theme parks uh, there in orlando then they will have seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars profit pure because again there's no upkeep on that it's not like they have to build the parking lots it's not like they have you know have to pay parking attendance people are already using the lot they're already using the parking and that is just 100% pure profit um, and something that, you know, you should be aware of if you go to Disney World. Now, as I said before, the ticket prices at Disney World are not anywhere near the point where I'm going to stop taking my kids every so often. I'm not going to go every day, 
But, you know, every so often uh, there'll be, you know, there'll be the opportunity that we get to go for a night or two because it's close by. We really enjoy it. They've always got new themes and attractions. I love that once you get in there, you can ride the rides as many times as you want. You don't have to buy individual tickets. You know, Orlando itself is is a family funhouse. But eventually, if they keep raising the prices and they keep going up, there will come a time when people stop going. And I'll give you a great example. Concerts. Concerts. If you look at concerts these days, I mean, I'm embarrassed to tell you what I pay for concerts. I'm embarrassed to tell you I pay for concert tickets at all because we used to get them for free at radio. But then, you know, there was all sorts of illegal mumbo. Anyway, we don't do that anymore. So I have to, you know, if my uh, my daughter wants to go see Taylor Swift to guarantee that I can get her seats or to guarantee that we get to go, I have to shell out money for those. My wife wants to go to Elton John's final concert tour of his life, apparently, which is, I'd like to point out, 13 months from now in Jacksonville. But we had to buy tickets for that. Thirteen. I've never purchased a ticket for something that was over a year away ever in my life. But I have tickets to Elton John because it's apparently the last time he's going to tour. Now, I did fall for that years ago on Madonna's farewell tour. She's toured several times since then. So I uh, I really uh, feel like I should get my money back for that. But the, fa- the fact of the matter is concert tickets are getting so ridiculously expensive, so ridiculously hard to get. The hoops that these artists make you jump through for a two-hour show are ridiculous. And And just yesterday, there was a massive, massive uproar on Twitter and social media because Jay-Z and Beyonce – announced a brand new tour. They're on the run tour part two. And they announced all the tour dates and it went on sale yesterday at 10 o'clock and people went on Ticketmaster, got locked out, couldn't get tickets, couldn't find seats. But just minutes after the on sale, there were there were there were people who had supposedly already purchased tickets, thousands of them reselling their tickets. And so there was this uproar. How is it that there are resale tickets available before we, the general public, your fans, can even buy the tickets? And I don't even want to tell you what these things cost. But it's ridiculous. To pay over $1,000 to watch somebody sing live music for two hours is no... I would much rather spend the day at Disney World for 110 bucks and pay $25 for parking for... 12 to 14 hours of sheer entertainment, then drop $1,000 to go watch Jay-Z and Beyonce on the run part two. Plus, you have to sit in front of your computer. You've got to pay fees. You get kicked out. There's a limit to how many tickets you can get. The concert industry is in dire straits. A lot of these tours are pricing themselves out. A lot of these artists, they're seeing record sales decline as a result. They're seeing uh, people traveling to their concerts decline as a result. They're going to have to redo the model. They're going to have to figure out a way to make it easier to get people into these concerts. They're going to have to figure out a way to lower the ticket price. And yes, horror of all horrors, it may mean that they have to do additional shows. It may mean that you may have to work an extra day to make the amount of money that you're making now. But when the experience is 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 a plus when the when the uh, concert goer or when the customer is put first when they walk away feeling hey i had a fantastic time it was worth every penny there was no hassle and i would totally do it again then they will do it again but the concert industry doesn't run that way they just keep increasing the cost of the tickets what happens is with record sales moving to online digital downloads and streaming the only way that artists can get rich and maintain their lifestyles is through concerts because the proceeds from concerts and merchandise that all goes back to the artist and their crew 
That's why the ticket prices are so expensive. They want to make as much money on the tour as possible because they no longer make the millions and millions of dollars they used to make on record sales. Or the you know, digital downloads and streaming services don't pay nearly as much as the old stacks on wax and the cassette tapes and even the CDs. They used to make so much more money when they were able to print and sell music. Now, their number one source of revenue is to sell a concert ticket. And instead of adding a show, instead of doing, oh, let's say, let's do two tour dates in Jacksonville instead of just one, maybe extend the tour by doing two or three shows in each city. That way we can lower the ticket prices and in the end sell more tickets. Yes, we'll have to do three shows instead of one, but hey, we love what we do anyway and we love our fans. And we love making money. They don't do that. They do the same number of shows, and they just continue to increase the price. And that is a model for disaster. That is not going to be an effective way to keep the industry alive. And then you're already seeing, you're going to see a story every single day about concert tour attendance down. You're going to see a story every day about, you know, just Justin Timberlake just had a new album. The one that he was he was pimping out at the Super Bowl sold 250,000 copies, 250,000 copies in a month. That's ridiculous. I mean, that's like that's like selling no copies. That's you know, I have I I have 32 T-shirts that I ordered. I sold one of them. If you look at the at the proportion of who's doing better, I am. Justin Timberlake's last album sold two million in a month. But nobody's buying these things anymore. And when he goes on tour, nobody's going to be able to afford the tickets. I mean, they've already spent all their money on Jay-Z and Beyonce and parking at Disney. 340-1045 is the number. Got to take a quick break. 340-1045 is the number. First, uh, before we get out of here, though, I got to roll through these rumors about Trump's cabinet and, and explain to you why they could be fake news. Oh, that fake news. It's all next on News 1045 WOKV. Hey, Mark, I have a question. Did the Amazon driver go and wash his hands before he got your package out of his car and handed it to you? Ew. You know, now I don't remember. Great. Now, ew. That, yeah, that, I don't even. Yeah, he grabbed his package and then he grabbed my package. The question is, did he wash his hands in between? I don't. Now that's going to keep me up. And, and you know what? I don't want to talk about that anymore. Uh, 340. 1045-340-1045. This is John in St. Augustine. John, good morning. Thanks for calling the Marquee Show. Thanks for holding, too. What do you want to say? John? John couldn't, he couldn't hang on. He had to, he's like, look, I can't, I can't wait around all day for you. Uh, John wanted to talk about the Trump administration, though, and the women that he's appointed. And, and, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot. And before we leave, we should talk about this because this is the news story of the day that I guess the, you know, the chaos continues in the White House. Whenever there's a positive, whenever something good happens in the Trump White House, they go back to the narrative of there is dire, there's utter chaos. In the White House, and my wife, who watches uh, Good Morning America, I don't know, I don't know why. I mean, I love her and all that, but she, she watches the show with George Stephanopoulos, and she tells me too. She's like, you know, I really enjoy the Good Morning America show, but George Stephanopoulos, I can tell he is so biased. And I go, well, yes, he worked for the Clintons. He was the mouthpiece for the Clintons, and now he's supposed to be this unbiased news. We know he's biased, and she's like, but he just says stuff like, you know. So let me get this straight. There is chaos in the White House. Like, I want to make sure we're clear on this. Utter chaos. Is that correct? You know, whenever he's interviewing some insider and they go, oh, yes, it's true. And he goes, but then he'll reiterate and he'll go, so this is the most chaotic situation you've ever seen ever in your entire life. On a chaos scale of 1 to 100, this would be infinity plus. And the guest is like, that's what I'm saying, George. So anyway, the, this story continues. And now on the heels of Rex Tillerson 
being fired. The uh, the leak out of the White House now is that Chief of Staff John Kelly is also on his way out. But it doesn't stop there. It doesn't stop there. Not only uh, John, not only Chief of Staff John Kelly, but also H.R. McMaster, who is the National Security Advisor. Uh, is out. Veterans Affairs Secretary David Shulkin could be forced out. And uh, that could, you know, uh, and know what else? The um, there was another one, too. But at all these cabinet positions now, the rumors are that Donald Trump is ousting people and bringing in, I guess what you would call a war hawk or more of a uh, more of a, a hawkish figure. I don't know who's going to replace John Kelly, but the the rumor has it um, from the uh, from the news media that they're going to bring John Bolton back. I don't even remember him. He, uh, he he was the U.N. Um, ambassador to the U.N. under George Bush. He looks like, uh, you know, uh, Captain Kangaroo, big beard or a big uh, mustache, gray hair. And John Bolton sh- could be coming back as the national security advisor. Now, here's where I warn you about these stories. Think about the last person that got fired from the White House. It just happened a couple days ago. Uh, Rex Tillerson. And nobody saw it coming. Not a single person, not even Rex Tillerson. Rex Tillerson called Donald Trump a moron. Rex Tillerson went behind Donald Trump's back. Rex Tillerson never talked about Donald Trump. Donald Trump reached out to North Korea, or they reached out to him, rather, through South Korea, organized a meeting with Kim Jong-un while Rex Tillerson was in Africa. Rex Tillerson had no clue what was going on, got sick, came back, got fired. That's the timeline. And it was a shock to everyone's system. We were running around here because nobody saw it coming. There was no warning of it on the Hill that nobody knew this decision was happening. And it happened quickly and abruptly. And now, supposedly, we're supposed to believe that there are all these signs of more turmoil, that we know exactly what's going to happen in the Trump White House. When the last major firing, when the last major member of the cabinet, who was secretary of state, that ain't even like a That's not like HUD. We're not talking about like, you know, what's his name? The guy who ordered the $31,000 table, Ben Carson. We're not talking about like the HUD secretary. We're not a secretary of state. That is a major deal. And that went down without anybody knowing it. Everybody was shocked. So if they can keep that a secret, don't you think that maybe they could keep a secret about everything else too? Especially with John Kelly in charge, because that guy, he hates leaks. He, he hates him like there's no tomorrow. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Like I said, this is the story that they're going to continue. Whenever anything's going well, whenever there's nothing to report, it all comes back. It all comes back to two things. The first is chaos in the White House. And the second, the Space Force. The Space Force. Uh, I got to get out of here. We'll be back tomorrow with more of the Marquee Show coming up. Rush Limbaugh, the news. Uh, who's that? Is Sean? Oh, that's backwards. The news, Rush Limbaugh, Sean Hannity. Uh, And then I'm asleep by then, so I don't know what happens on the station after that. But those are all good things, so keep it locked on News 104.5 WOKV. See ya. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.